0: to connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast, and also to connect to your lovely hosts. Hey, podcast listeners. This is Moshe Kasher's new podcast, The Endless Honeymoon Solo Creep, with Moshe Kasher... Excuse me, just a sec. With Moshe Kasher's secret dump alone dumping alone. How you doing out there in podcast land? Good morning, Vietnam.
1: You think you'd have as many listeners if it was just you, Moshe?
0: I think I actually I think we I would double our listenership. I've gotten a lot of emails from people saying that they don't tune in because you're on this podcast. <laughs> the, Nice. They're like I'd love to support, but I just can't. I'm joking. No, I th- I'm grateful for you and I think you bring so much listenership to the table um speaking of our listeners um oh i want to mention one thing oh, you like my jacket
1: yeah it looks cute
0: my homies at Rourke gave it to me for free Rourke. cool check them out Rourke. all right listen our listeners write in they they leave us these uh text-based advice uh questions and so oh this is a good one i'm getting married in july any advice on keeping costs low
1: Okay. um,
0: I wish I knew where this person lived because first of all, I got a big one. But go ahead.
1: Oh, I mean, like I'm—I'm sure I've talked about this before, but I remember there was like four different choices of chair, and like we had it in our yard, and it was like I was stressing over like the white chairs were you know ten dollars, the oak chairs were eleven dollars, the white wood was fourteen dollars, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, I need white wood. You know, I can't have white plastic, but if they would have just showed me the white plastic and people are sitting in them anyway. And like, it was just like the difference of hundreds, like a hundred, you know, hundreds of dollars of difference and all that. And I just feel like I, I just tried to pick whatever was the cheapest.
0: Why not? Because. we did not. We got no big fight about this. We must have. No, but
1: for that kind of thing. We must have talked about it, this before, right? Wine matters. The type of chair.
0: But we must have talked. Yeah. No, I'm with you, Tosh. But we must have Laura, have we talked about the, our wine war at our wedding? Yes. We have? Okay.
1: That I that I, you went and bought Trader Joe's and you gave it to me in the wedding no. planner? Well,
0: here's the thing. The wedding planner and Natasha. I'm sure we told the story before. We're going to tell it again because it's so good. It's one of my greatest triumphs. Please don't tell it again. I'm just going to because it was probably over a year ago and we got <laughs> hundreds of thousands of lo- new listeners since then. Natasha and I are getting married. Natasha barely. Oh my
1: God. You must love this story I so I fucking much. love
0: it. It's the best. Natasha barely wanted to get married at all, um, but I trapped her with a baby. I'm joking, that part's not true. She was desperate for me to propose. She kept saying, put a ring on it, playing that song and stuff. (laughs) Anyway, she's with the wedding planner and they're buying these like $28 bottle of wines and I go, why are we buying such expensive wine? Now, granted, I'm not a drinker, right? Right. But I'm like, this is crazy. Why are you? Buying? This is just people. Cause this isn't a wine tasting. It's just a bunch of our friends coming to get drunk. And
1: by the way, I tried to do it without a wedding planner too, and it was giving me way too much stress. So, I, I didn't even know how to like follow through on anything.
0: Yeah, so Natasha's stressing out, and this wine, this this wedding planner is, of course, coming through with like the expensive option, expensive as shit. I go, look.
1: Oh, wait, hold on. Can I just interject with one thing? Yeah. On your favorite story. Yeah, go ahead. One thing I will say, the wedding planners were laughing and saying they'd never witnessed that before. You said you didn't want any flowers at the wedding.
0: Yeah, it's dumb.
1: Flower, no flowers?
0: Yeah, I don't get it. What's the point of it? For what? Oh, let me spend $6,800 on stuff that'll last for three days.
1: My cousin just got married and they spent a million dollars on flowers.
0: Oh, okay. Well, you're right. Now that I hear it like that, I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, you're making it. Maybe they Maybe like,
1: they're romantic. The flowers,
0: yeah, the million dollar flowers. I'm sure they're very romantic.
1: Okay, honey, so tell your story, please, as quickly as possible.
0: Anyway, they got these expensive ass bottles of wine, and I'm like, and I'm like, Don't, aren't most bottles of wine like four dollars and under? And they're like all sneered at me like, I guess for the plebeians. And I, I said, listen, let me go to Trader Joe's right now. I'll get a three dollar bottle of wine based on the recommendation of the guy there. We'll do a taste test, and if if your fancy bottle of wine wins then you can you can do that if not we're doing the trader joe's they all scoffed in their very you know snobbish way and i went uh, i bought that bottle of wine and i fucking trader joe's knocked it out of the fucking building dude we all
1: blindfolded and picked moshe's trader joe's as number one
0: in the (laughs) punchline of the whole thing you were right she bought the expensive wine anyway
1: Okay, anyway... She was
0: like, well, yeah, it might be better, but it's not better because I'm... Well,
1: also, taste isn't everything. Cheap wine gives you a headache. Anyway, I don't want to talk about this anymore.
0: Tannins. Okay, here's what I think. Here's how to keep costs down. This is all you need in a wedding, okay? First of all, if you're a hippie, you don't even need the, the food. But all you need in a wedding, really, is food, not a meal, okay? No,
1: you but, need drinks.
0: Hold on, let me just... Let me get this thought out. Not a, not a meal. You don't need a meal. Meals are fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. Every full meal... At a, at a wedding ever is the most repugnant.
1: It's going to be half cold. Oh,
0: just gross. Just
1: have like a food truck, a coffee truck, yep. someone making drinks. Or go
0: to your favorite burrito or place. Just wine. And get 10,000 burritos and bring them. You need drinks so people can party. You need amplified sound.
1: Yeah, and good music.
0: But you don't even need the DJ. music.
1: You could just have, like make a mix. But you don't even need the music, really. Well, then why do you need amplified sound?
0: Because the one thing that will ruin a wedding... ...is to not be able to hear the ceremony. You just got to have amplified sound. You got to. Other than that, you don't need anything. Like, if you live near a beautiful place, there is no reason to not just drive to the woods. I mean, every wedding is so cookie cutter and boring, except ours. Ours was pretty fucking awesome that that there's no way you won't have a cool unique wedding if you if you pick an unbelievably beautiful spot in the woods an hour away from your house and tell everybody to meet there and bring a potluck dish if you really want to save t- money do that it'll be the most special wedding ever
1: yeah and you could tell everyone that you're trying to save up so you can go somewhere really cool on your honeymoon
0: you don't even need to tell them that they don't oh, they're not over anything well they anything.
1: could that's what we had people do is donate to our honey fund
0: right that's true
1: and that was kind of nice cuz then we could spend, save the money you know, from not having a venue for a wedding, we just did it in our yard, and I wore, like, you know, just some dress that I found at the vintage place. Just go
0: to the beach. Go to the woods. Meet in the woods. It'll be beautiful. it be more beautiful than some hall.
1: But definitely, you should buy wine that's at least $30 a bottle.
0: <laughs> no matter what, or your, or your entire marriage will be ruined.
1: Moshe, can we hear
2: a secret?
0: We can, indeed.
2: Hey, guys. So, I have a secret. I'm a personal chef, and I work in people's homes. And it's a really great job, but every once in a while you also get a front row seat to people's personal drama because you're in their kitchen cooking their food. And I have a client who has two kids, a two-year-old and a five-year-old. And recently the five-year-old had an accident. She was stirring boiling soup. It spilt. She got really bad burns. She's okay. But the dad had like a really crazy overreaction and wrote a two-page handwritten list of rules for the mom to now follow with the kids post burning incident. and one of the things he wrote on the paper was there will be no one to eat organic if they're all dead and it was so dramatic and I had to take a picture and I shared it with my fiance and now we make fun of them a lot and every time one of us is ever reacting in a fight we will say there's no one going to be there to eat organic if they're all dead and we both just start laughing and the fight goes away so maybe a good thing for us but definitely a borderline emotionally abusive situation in their house and it's been really uncomfortable you guys are having a good week bye man
1: it is hard to ever empathize with people who have a personal chef
0: (laughs) you're just kind of like
1: okay well he sounds like a rich asshole yeah but that now i'm now i am wondering though if you burned our child in a way that like i felt like she was gonna have a scar
0: mm-hmm.
1: i might be like okay we need to change things around here mm-hmm. i what? might have like a a neurotic
0: reaction
1: now a two-page handwritten letter
0: i could see it <laughs> I, could do. I could totally see it and also
1: but it's a little more menacing that a man is doing it i guess to the wife
0: i mean i it guess it does
1: feel that
0: you feel like it's male
1: well it's no it's usually the the woman I think who's like a little more uptight about the child.
0: Totally. Yeah. But you know, everybody now I think it's more like in every family there's a warrior and there's a non warrior and usually it's the woman if you're gonna if we're gonna go with like gross kind of statistical stereotypes, but sometimes it's it's not.
1: So when he says to her there'll be no one to eat organic if they're all dead, do you think that means that he doesn't think Eating organic is important in the family?
0: It seems like it's an ongoing fight they've been having. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it?
1: <laughs> Do you think he's he's he could give a shit about or- organic?
0: Um, give a shit. Yeah, I guess I, that's what I think. Could you give a shit about? It? I could give a shit about organic, really.
1: No, it's like, you like th- I You
0: f- think it's important.
1: I don't want to be feeding our daughter poison.
0: Is it poison? I don't know. So you yeah. I I don't imagine know it is. Yeah. I bet you do. (laughs) All right. Let's play another. Oh, sorry. No,
1: I was just thinking that's really hard. Like, I'm just imagining the woman in that relationship. That just seems like a very challenging thing for children to have to grow up. Because I was talking Mm. to my daughter today and she was like, she was. I was talking about one of her friends and I said, well, you know, their parents don't live together. And then another friend, I was like, well, their parents don't live together. So sometimes they're at this house. Sometimes they're at the other house. And she's like, Mm. oh, but... But not us. Just, she's like, oh, I've heard of that. Uh-huh. She's like, parents say they, they're not together. Yeah, I've heard of that. And then she goes, but that's not you, right, mom? And I was like, no, me and Daddy are together. And you know, one day if 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 I have my own house and Daddy has his own house, ha- no, you did
0: kidding. not say that, you <laughs> asshole. By the way, I hate to uh, ruin your bit, but that woman didn't say these parents were separated. They lived together.
1: No, I know, but I mean that doesn't bode well. Oh, you're saying I'm they're saying going to get divorced. Yes, oh. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm like thinking of the chi- I'm just thinking of the children, you know, and like well, when never... our daughter was asking us all, the, all, asking me all those questions, I was kind of thinking about it, and like I, I was wondering, like, would it be hard for her?
0: It would be hard to go through a divorce, you know, uh, but I'm sure eventually she'd get used to it, just like you did, and just like I did, right? I mean, the problem with I'm listen I don't want to be overly prescriptive or moralistic but I think we all agree on this podcast it's our official line that the only real family is a nuclear family with a man and a woman at the top of it that are married and still living together any other version of family is not a real family right don't we think that
1: no I just mean like having no it's hard the, of the course. parents that they're used to it doesn't of have course. to be a man and a woman
0: it seemed well. That's not what it said it, on the note that you just sent me, and uh, the text message you just sent me saying that I'm not being sincere. I'm trying to just appeal to. That's weird text message for oh sure. God. No, I, 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 and
1: it's probably easier for kids. I'm not saying kids should be growing up with two parents, but however, it if a child has one parent and they always had one parent, that's no, probably sure. going through easier div- than if you had. Two and then you're down of to one.
0: everybody well, first of all, when you go through a divorce, you don't go down to one parent. You they just Right. But every yeah, I'm sure it's difficult for kids when people get divorced, obviously. I mean I don't even I can't even imagine what our kid would go through will go through rather when we get divorced.
1: Well, I read this book <laughs> called The Family Home. And mm-hmm. what you do is you keep one home for the, the family and then you would sleep in your R V and what? then I would probably just stay here.
0: Wait, the family home, <laughs> what? Well, you need to like I get that you're doing a bit, but is the idea that people have enough disposable income that they can have a third they can have three homes? Well, maybe
1: you have an apartment,
0: one f- for each parent, and then the home where the family gathers.
1: Well, maybe you live in your car. I don't know. Is this
0: like this sounds like some rich people book. Hey, uh, a third home
1: i'm just telling you i heard about this idea where you could get divorced but you could still be like each of you could take turns being in the same home with the child and then maybe you have a roommate or maybe you sleep in your rv
0: that is the dumbest thing i I mean yeah it's great advice and you know what would help even more with a divorce 900
1: million dollars the
0: family yacht (laughs) yeah i mean then we could just sail away um anyway let's hear another secret
3: so I'm leaving a secret, and my secret is that my best friend in the whole world, we've been friends for like 10 years, I love her so much, um, she just got her first tattoo, and um, it is so bad. <laughs> it's, it's so, so, so bad. It looks like a watercolor ball sack. And I don't know if that's too detailed. I don't think she listens to the show, so I don't think she would know. Rude. She really likes it. Um, But I can never tell her. I can never tell her because it's so bad. I don't even, there's not even one nice thing I would say about it. It's just, it's so, 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 so bad. I can't even express to you guys how bad it is. Um, It looks like. Looking bad was the style that the artist was going for. Um, And I I emphasize to you, watercolor ball sack. Um, Yeah. Thanks, y'all.
1: Bye. I wonder what it is.
0: Yeah, right. What's it supposed to be? And where is it? It's supposed to be an oil paint ball sack. Where is it? That's how bad it it is. Oh, (laughs) that would be funny if it was under her labia. (laughs) You know, it reminded me of a story. I was once dating this girl, and I was like, kind of almost, kind of like falling for her pretty hard and then we got a big fight and she was coming to the bay area to stay with me and then got into a big fight and we had had some rule that if she came and it was too intense for her to stay with me that she would stay at a friend's house and we would just because she was coming for like a two week it was a long distance thing and so we got into this fight and so then i was like well maybe this would be good for you to go stay at your friend's house so she did and that night she got a tattoo and fucked the tattoo artist and it was a big drama and i was very upset like really hurt heartbroken even and then and then she showed me the tattoo and it looked like blinky from the simpsons you know the three-eyed goldfish it was supposed to be a koi fish but it literally looked like (laughs) a simpsons drawing and in a way it took some of the sting away i was like you know what i'm glad that you got a terrible tattoo well Where, where was it it was she had one really bad tattoo which was a she had a butterfly above her vagina Like So when she shaved it bald, you could see a butterfly. Mm. Um, But it was, I don't remember where it was, but anyway, it looked like blinky and it really made me feel good. I was just like, you know what? Like, I feel betrayed. Sure. I feel cheated on. Yes. But at least you didn't get a good tattoo out of it. You know, at least you were ruining your body forever while you made this choice.
1: Yeah. I just feel like either have tattoo fever or get out get out of the game.
0: Interesting. I take. like if
1: you either have like a million tattoos, that's your oh, thing, mm-hmm. or just keep it pure.
0: Oh, interesting. So like you just say, the
1: one bad tattoo on your arm, you kind of look like a dork.
0: You say painted lady or go GTFO. Yeah. Interesting. Or that's, pure pure skin. Yeah. Interesting. I but mean, also
1: do whatever the fuck you want.
0: I like that too. I like that too. I don't care. You know what I want to do? What? I want to have a, um, a home where you get you you keep your tattoos.
1: (laughs) Hey, listen, I was just saying it's a book and you have to make other arrangements. Maybe you have to have just a room in, in a house and then three nights a week you get to come back to your family house and hang out with your kid and then the kid is always at the house
0: family house i just don't get it this <laughs> is like so this whole idea that kids are supposed to be shielded from trauma through a traumatic experience is just like it's like beyond me like you're not going to take away the sting of your parents no longer being together they wouldn't know yes they would You'd know just be like
1: daddy's working late <laughs> And then you put them down and then they're at school for five hours. You think there'll be a
0: trauma when they get to be 17 and go, wait a minute, my parents have been divorced for 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. One more secret. Yeah, let's hear let's another Let's take one. her home.
4: Hi, Natasha and Moshe. This is for the Secrets Hotline. At my job, I work in a portable office that has no bathroom or sink. So when I need to go to the bathroom, I should be going to a main building where the closest bathroom is but since that's about 100 yards away I've gotten comfortable with peeing in a large cup and just dumping the pee outside when I'm done Mm. now there are two particularly scummy parts to this sometimes I forget to dump the cup out And it'll sit on my desk for a while. (gasps) And I have colleagues that come in my office off and on. And when I notice that I haven't dumped out the cup, I get paranoid that they can smell my pee cup.
0: Sure. The other
4: thing is, like I said, I don't have a sink in my office. So the cup has never been washed. And I've been doing this for about a month now. Thank you very much. Love the show.
1: Okay. Here's the thing, Moshe. Yes. Um, this guy needs to, here's some advice. Okay. Tell yourself, make a promise to yourself, a pact. If you are going to do this scuzzy behavior, as you put it, um, just say, you know what, I'll always dump it out immediately. Or. Just, you gotta dump it. You can't have like hot piss on your desk.
0: Or. It's,
1: a, it's just, yeah.
0: Get a nature's head. And you'll there'll be no smell, no muss, no fuss. Nature's head. Like God intended it.
1: You really love those, huh?
0: I believe they're the future because they're water-free. You waste no water. It's no smell.
1: So what do you do with all of that, uh, all that bark that's mixed with poop?
0: What do you mean, what do you do with it? How do you get rid of it? You eat it. <laughs> you put it in a stew pot. You add carrots. It's like the the No, what do you soup. do with it? You put it in the garbage.
1: So but- that's garbage. That's creating waste.
0: Yeah, but it's not using any water. Hmm. Yeah, it's just like you're throwing soil into the garbage can. All right. Anyway, listen, if you want to hear more of my thoughts on composting, go to Composting Friends (laughs) with me and Professor Terwilliger Gunnaby. It's
1: his other podcast. Yeah, it's great. Okay, give us a call, 213-222-8608. If you think you have a secret that won't gross me out too much but is also... You know, we'll feel good to get off your chest.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking of getting things off your chest, if you have something more complex that you need to get off your chest, like you need some live advice, shoot us an email, endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us everywhere you find podcasts, and you can find us on YouTube. And you can you...
1: listen and watch on YouTube, and you can subscribe.
0: Natasha. Yeah. I love you.
1: Oh, I love you too.